This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Face to face, right? That's what it is. And um, I just got in God's presence and I just began to weep and cry. And I was like, God, what's going on, you know? And uh, I just, 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 just telling him how I felt. And um, he was like, um, just, just listen, just listen. Get in my presence. I said, Lord, I, I said, Father, I am in your presence. He said, you're not, you're not in my presence. You, you're, you're on the surface. He said, you, you, are, you are telling me all about uh, what's going on, but you're not listening. I need you to listen. I'm talking about showing up, listen. So here it is. Amen. Trying to unlock my phone. Be patient. <laughs> okay. God gave me Psalms 91. Yep. He who dwells in the secret place of the Almighty shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foul snares and from the deadly pestilence. It's time, people of God to be employed by prayer, employed, catch that, employed. It's time out for those drive-by prayers. It's time, out for those, it's time out for those surface prayers. It's time to go deep into the presence of God. Our Heavenly Father said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, mm, humble, Humble. Catch that. Humble. That's a hard thing to do sometimes, considering all that's going on. It's hard sometimes to humble. Pray and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will heal the land. It's time, people, God, to become pregnant with prayer. Then we will push forward to manifest the glory of God. When God's glory fills the room, things have to change. Press into his presence. Push past all the distractions. Turn off CNN. Turn off Fox News. And get into his presence. Praise God. And stop listening to the naysayers. Mm -hmm. Amen. Get into the face of God and find out what is the next move concerning all of this so-called new normal. I dare you to make God your dwelling place. In the book of Exodus 33, 7 through 11, when Moses would meet God in the tent of meeting and talk to him face to face as a man speak to his friend. Let these words of God stir our hearts to the point that we desire a one-on-one encounter with God. 
that we will faithfully meet with him in the secret place to get answers and then tell the people who are living in gross darkness what God has spoken to us. Make our faith shine, God, that the world will see the goodness that comes from spending meaningful time along with you, Father. He said it's time for the people to stop living off of other people's prayers. Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy, they pray for us. But don't just come in here and hear what they got to say. Get into God's presence for yourself. For yourself. And then when they speak a word, you be like, oh, thank you, God. That's confirmation. Oh, yeah, that's confirmation. Oh, yeah, I heard that too. Yes. Get into God's face for yourself. Stop picking back off of Pastor Bruce and Pastor Sandy prayers. Get into prayer yourself. And when we call a prayer meeting, prayer is the, is the, is the smallest group there is. And it shouldn't be. If you think I'm fussing with you, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you what God says. Amen. I got to tell you. I'm, he gonna, he, when I get up there, he going to say, I told you to tell. And then if I don't tell you, then that's on me. You know, but I'm going to tell you and then it's on you. My phone done locked up again, y'all. Let me hit that pen again. Okay. Let me, let me get back to where I was. Yes, honey. Okay, okay, when Moses went in and went and met, met with God in the tent, a meeting and talked to him face to face as a man speak to his friends. Okay, uh, let those words, okay, I already said that. Okay, let me go on down, bear with me here. Let me get back to my place here. Okay, okay, here we go. He said it's time for us to stop living off of other people's prayers. It's time for us to know God for ourselves. I'm not talking about intellectually, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about intimate experience with, the, with God. Where the more you bask in his presence, the more you are changed, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit is manifested. Yes. Then you will know how to speak life back to those that are hurting and discouraged. And when we walk in the room, darkness has to go because we will be wearing the very presence of God. We will be carrying his glory. Yes. People yes. of God, I ask that you will read Exodus 33-7-11 because God is getting ready. He's getting ready right. to use the people who are called by his name and the ones that will hear and know his voice and no other will they follow. Go before him boldly and ask him to deliver and forgive his people. People of God, we can't be satisfied with just being outside the meeting place. We must pursue a face-to-face encounter with the living, all-powerful, all-loving God. Develop the discipline of listening in prayer. The, the solution won't come from speaking, but from listening. Prayer is essential. Having an intimate encounter with our Heavenly Father is essential. God is calling us to enter into his presence for a heavenly download. Sit in his presence and listen. Wait for the solution to whatever it is that you're dealing with. He's a good father. Everything you need is in his presence. Everything in this world has, has been put on pause. It has. Why not come before his throne boldly 
and there you will find what you need. His presence will escort you into the next level of intimacy with him. Level up. I hear the young people say, level up, level up. And that means to progress to the next level in your relationship with God. God says he's sending out his summons. He's sending out a summons. He's sending out a summons. He's urgently calling the people who are called by his name to be in his presence. Those who are in gross darkness need what God's going to download in our spirits when we spend time in his presence. Amen. That's what he gave me. And I hope I help somebody. I hope I help those that's out there. Because I had to get into his presence. I thought I was in his presence. But I wasn't. I was on the surface. I was on the outside. I was in the camp. You remember Exodus where the people, he wasn't in the camp. He was outside the camp. He was outside the camp. And, and the glory will meet Moses at his tent. And the people were looking out at the presence of God. God above Moses' tent. But what about your tent? What about your tent? Amen. I'm going to pray. Father God, thank you, Lord God, for your presence. Father God, we surrender. Holy Ghost, have your way. Take us into the presence of God. Ursha us into the presence of God. We want to go deeper, Lord God. Father, we want all that you have for us, Lord God, because we all have an assignment, Lord God, for those who are lost, Lord God. Each person has an assignment, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to dive deep, Lord God. Even, Lord God, when it feels like we're drowning, Lord God. Help us to go deeper. Help us to search harder, Lord God, because, Father, you said in your word, if we search for you, Lord God, we will find you. Yes, Lord. Yes. We will, not if, we will find you, Father. And God, I ask you right now, Lord God, help us to level up. Help us to progress in our prayer life, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Because, Lord God, you have told us to suit up, put on our armor. So that we can go and speak life to those who are in gross darkness, Lord God. Prepare our hearts and prepare our minds, Lord God, for the next thing, Lord God. Because wisdom's going to come out of us, Lord God. Peace is going to come out of us, Lord God. Healing is going to come out of us, Lord God. When we get in your presence, Lord God. Surround us, Lord God. Take us to the next level because you need us to be your voice in the land, Lord God. And, Lord, we surrender. We surrender. We surrender all, all to you, Lord God, because things have got to turn around, but it starts with your people. And, Father, we give you the praise, and we give you the glory, and we give you the honor. And the manifestation of your glory 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll tell you, that was good, Teresa. God is so good. I'll tell you, and what a blessing. Like I said, if you missed out on last night, you need to go back and watch, too. Each lady brought to the table. And what you see up here, I want you, for those of you that are watching and maybe don't know about Passion Church or you go to church somewhere else but you've never been here, this is a representation of what this church stands for. Okay, we have a lot of young people. We have a lot of mature people. Rather say mature than old because none of us are really old, right? We just get more mature and hopefully wiser. But... Every color, every creed, every age, this is what this house is about. See, and the devil is a liar. Because, see, here at Passion Church, we're coming together. And we're letting the devil know you're not going to have this house. You're not going to bring strife and division in this house. Amen. We're going to draw the line and say, not here. And then we're going to go out and let the world know about God's love. Because that's what it's all about. Now we're going to tune in here for Leanne. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Sandy. Well, is my mic on? Uh, I got really lonely during this COVID-19 quarantine. Um, And yes, I do have two family members that I live with, my husband and my son. But my heart longed for more fellowship. So I took it upon myself to make visits to my neighbors. And these visits would be outside on, on their porch. So, you know, we were still practicing social distancing. So um, even even when asked inside, sometimes, you know, I, I would say, no, thank you, but we'll just stand here and talk if it's okay with you. So, you know, in our past, we used to make personal visits to people's homes in the past. Why not do that again? So what I would do, I would purchase a box of chocolate chip cookies from Whole Foods and have a box in my hand and ring their doorbell. <laughs> I would introduce myself when they came to the door, and I would tell them of several purposes for being there. Number one, to give them these sealed cookies that came from Whole Foods. (laughs) I didn't touch them. And uh, number two and three, sometimes I would share Jesus with them to see if they knew him. And other times I would introduce them to the doTERRA essential oils that I sell. So not once did I have anyone be unkind to me. Everyone was very friendly, and everyone was very receptive. So now I've made some new friendships in my community. So um, right now I want to pray for every lonely person hearing my voice, whether you're on Facebook or, or, or here. So, Father, we ask that you give us creative ways to turn what the devil meant for bad into good. Yes. Help us to get outside of ourselves and think of others. Teach us that we are never alone. In Hebrews 13.5, you've said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you, Father, that you are with us. So if anyone needs anything else more detailed and prayer-wise, feel free to come up to me later. The next topic topic that I picked was health. I consider myself to be a very health-conscious person. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers, your soul being, your mind, your will, and your emotions. So it is God's desire that we be in health, not only our physical body, 
but our minds, our wills, and our emotions. Our foundation for health is eating correctly. Fresh fruits and vegetables, healthy meats, low sugar consumption, and I believe low carbs too. Some of you may disagree with that. But the next tier of, the, of a good health pyramid is exercise. I typically try to walk 30 minutes a day. Um, you need moderate physical activity. You need more exercise if you want to lose weight. You need more than about 30 minutes a day if you want to lose weight. So the third step to being healthy is rest and manage stress. It is advised that a person get 8 to 10 hours of sleep a night. And for stress, we need to keep a positive attitude, um, except be, um, anyway, oh well. So you need to also uh, do eight to ten glasses of pure water a day. All those water lovers out there. <laughs> Drink pure water. Eat f- foods foods with without preser- preservatives, dyes, and colors. Wash your fruits and veggies. Say no to fast food. Use safe cleaning products. Reduce petrochemicals. Um, and and use your own personal care pro- uh, products. I ain't listening to that, Leah. Okay. So one thing kind of touchy I want to speak about at the end of this is um, prevention for COVID. You know, I've seen a lot of things on the Internet. I don't know, you know, if it's all true or what, but I got into this um, technique for uh, Shep's Sonic Water, which has quinine in it, three to four ounces a day, plus 50 milligrams of zinc. So that was a little plus we can do to help keep, you know, away from that. So this tonic water also acts similar to hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Anyway, I can't say it. That's all right. I can't either. But, um, you know, the President Trump referred to this mixture, hydroxychloroquine. Many people have said no about that. Fossey didn't approve it. FDA cautions against usage of it. But if I contacted COVID, I would use it. Yes, it's available here in Alabama. If you're interested in getting it to have on hand or if you come down with COVID symptoms, you can see me after this meeting. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people after. I mean, not for that, but, you know, anything that, we think works could help. Father, your word says in 1 Corinthians that you, 1 Corinthians 3, 16, know, that you, know you not that you're the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells yes. in you. Yes. Help us, Father, to take care of these, your temples. Yes. Forgive us, Father, for the bad choices we've made. You are the healer. Father, we love you, and we thank you for the health that we have. So if anyone needs more details about getting this stuff, feel free to see me afterwards. Thank you. Amen. Amen.
See, and the whole purpose of this, uh, why we, for these two-day meetings also, too, was to try to cover everything and anything of people, things that we've asked ourselves, we've heard other people ask, from the practical to the physical to the spiritual. This whole thing is hopefully helping to answer any and all questions because a lot of people have been out there and do feel alone and maybe don't want to ask that or they're not sure or don't have access to information, you know. That's the thing when we don't have wisdom about something, see, and if we're ignorant in an area, then the devil can use that, see, to bring in discouragement, fear. They even talked about last night about anger and hurt and frustration. So let's seek God in all things, but also let's use the practical things that God has given us or that other people have maybe shared and found to work for them. Uh, it's, it's all about, you know, let's stay balanced in life. Amen. And when we stay balanced, then God can help us. Okay, now Miss Kelly's going to share with us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's good to be here with everyone and to be with everyone on social media. And as several have said, last night was so good. If, if you missed it, please go back and get it. There were so many powerful things that were said last night. And um, I know I was blessed Amen. by hearing them. So, and I know you will be. Um, my topic is going to be on marriage, and I don't know how in the world you can say enough about marriage in 10 minutes, because that's an ongoing topic of, of growing and learning and changing and, you know, working with a mate for a lifetime is a, is a challenge, isn't it? But it's not one that we can't do with the help of God. Hallelujah, because... Working with him is the secret for everything. Working with Jesus in partnership with him is the secret to yeah, everything. Right. So when you do that, you know, you've got the secret. You know, you've got what you need. But um, I'm just going to share a little bit. I was praying about this and saying, you know, uh, you, know you, can, you can talk a whole year. I mean, how many books have there been written about marriage? And there are still books being written on it. So, um, but I'm just going to share what, what is on my heart. To share. Um, <clears throat> what has sustained me, uh, those of you that know me in the house and those that don't, me, don't know me out on social media, my name is Kelly Wisnand, and I have been married to my husband, Ron, for 40 years. Um, we were married in, on April 5th of 1980, and we have five children together. With They're, they're all our children together. <laughs> um, and uh, we have uh, 14 grandchildren, and number 15 will be here in December. So um, I think I can, I've got a little bit of experience to stand on and talk about when I'm talking about marriage. And I also want to say this. Uh, to anyone in the house or those of you that are out on social media. You know, you may be a, a woman who has experienced divorce, has, has, un, has experienced un, not success. You have been unsuccessful in a, a marriage relationship. And what I'm about to say is n in no way to put you in condemnation. I, I want you to get that. What I'm about to say is what I have found that has been what has worked for me. And I believe it will work for anybody. But, you know, you can't make somebody stay in a marriage commitment with you. If they don't want to stay, I don't care how much you try, they ain't going to stay. And we do have things, you know, people experience 
you know, infidelity in their marriages, and that yeah. splits their marriages up. And they yeah. experience abuse, and that splits their marriages up. But you know what? We don't, what happened in the past? Mm -hmm. If you have a blood-bought covenant between you and Jesus, what is in the past is in the past. And it, it has nothing to do with right now or what's going forward. When you get yourself under the blood of Jesus, you make a fresh start from that point into the future. So I don't want you, if you're sitting out there and you've experienced those negative things, I don't want you to say, well, gee, there's just no hope for me because of that. No, that's not what I'm talking about. You, hallelujah, all of us, for the grace of Jesus, there go I. Yes. You know, so praise God. So I, I want you to just get that out of your mind. That, you know, we're, we, when we have the blood, when we are participants in the blood-bought covenant of Jesus yes. Christ, yes. we come from that place, and what's in our past doesn't have any effect on us today and what is into our tomorrow. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to set that out there. But what I'm, what I'm going to talk about is, is this place that I have found to come from. And anybody who knows me, I get passionate about things that I'm passionate about. And it's really hard for me not to get emotional and excited about it. So I'm going to try to just be like Teresa and be so calm sitting here. And everybody, you know, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. I can feel it coming off of her a while ago. She was about to get up here and run around. So anyway, um, but um, I have found this is the thing that has kept me in my marriage of 40 years. You know, everybody that may, y'all may, uh, those in-house that know Ron, you probably think, you know, that, yeah, he's so wonderful. He just is so upbeat every time. And he's always wanting, it must not be very hard to live with him. Hey, y'all want to uh -oh, try <laughs> You know, um, it's just, you know, you're, you are two different people. You know, no matter what's right. That's exactly right. So, um, so we have had our challenges. We have had our difficulties. We've had things to work through, to pray through, to just shut our mouth through. You know, because we wanted to say a whole lot to each other, but it was best just to shut exactly. your mouth, you know, and let God do some work Amen. in that. So, um, you know, we have, we have worked, it took work. My, my daddy told me a long time ago, he said, if anything is worth doing, it's worth working at. Uh, and if, if, and marriage is one of those things, in yes, my opinion. Yes. And this is why it's that way. Because, you know, we have, there are two, two of the most important covenants in our life. And let me just start with this. What, what does covenant mean? What does the word covenant mean? It means a binding promise of far-reaching importance in the relationships between individuals, groups, and nations. That's the definition of a covenant. So number one, your number one most important covenant you'll ever enter into is your covenant with God. Everything starts from that covenant. Every place of stability. We sang the song a while ago, my feet are on the rock. My feet are on that covenant between me and Jesus Christ. And Psalms 89 and 34 says, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my mouth. So God, he is a witness to himself. By the blood of Jesus, he will not break his covenant. Hallelujah. We began our life with him for, to any success at all with that we stand on the covenant that we have between God and ourselves. And then the next most important covenant you'll ever make is with your mate. The covenant that you have 
with your husband, with your wife. And it is something that you have made before God. If, you know, in my opinion, if, it's a, if, it's a, if you're a Christian, then you've made a covenant before God with that man, that woman, whatever you know, the case may be. So my life in my marriage has come from that place. My covenant is a binding agreement. It's a binding promise. It's a binding contract that has far-reaching importance. It reaches right on into eternity. My binding contract that I've made. And every time that I would, I, and, and that, and when you make that covenant and you get that in your spirit, it becomes a decision. Marriage starts with love. You fall in love. But how many, time, how many of y'all know that after a while, after the newness wears off, you say, I'm not too sure about this love thing right now. I really don't love that about you. I really don't love that about this situation I find myself in. Some point in time, you still, you, it, you, it's not that you don't love the person, it's just the circumstances and differences and things that come into, that come along with it, yes. that make us question that emotion of love. That's when you have had to make a decision based on the covenant that you have made that keeps you in, that keeps you in it. Because that, in my opinion, that when I made that decision, I don't have to go back and address that. I've done made the decision. The decision has been made. That way, I don't, the question of the D word the, doesn't come into play because I have made a decision. I am in covenant. Okay? Understand what I prefaced with a while ago. Okay? We're not, talk, we're not talking about those situations. We're talking about being in covenant with this understanding, okay? I don't have to go back and address. When, when Ron does things that I don't agree with, with I wish he would do different, when we find ourselves at completely different ends of the spectrum, when it begins to rub us wrong, it begins to get down in where we live, and we just feel like, oh, you know what, I really don't want to keep putting up with this. I have made a decision. I am in covenant with this man before God. And everything, that grounds me. That, that, puts, that puts my feet on a solid place where I'm not slipping and sliding because of my emotions. How many of y'all know if you live by emotions, you're going to be up one day, down the next, over here, over there, up and all around. Because your emotions, they, you can't live life with any degree of success based on your emotions. Amen. You have to get those emotions Intact, you have to walk in self-control, one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the evidences of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And you better let that work in your marriage. So when you come from that place, it, it's a place of solidification. I am in covenant with this man. And, you know, uh, if, you, if you begin your life in covenant with God, and he brings a person into your life, and you've prayed about it, you don't really need to go back and talk about that again. You're, you're, in, you, you're in covenant now. Now you, 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 you set yourself in position to move forward and not backwards. Yes. 
when you're in covenant and you made that decision, now you don't you don't have a you don't have another bridge you can a back door you can go through and escape out of. The only way is to go forward in the covenant of marriage relationship. That's the only way forward. There's no back door. We're going forward and moving forward, falling forward. We may fail a few times, but we're going to fail forward. We're going to fall forward and we're going to learn together and we're going to grow together. That's where you have to come from for, in my opinion, for a long-lasting, far-reaching covenant that gets you to where you want to go. Because that's, you know, pastors, Pastor Bruce has said, Pastor Sandy said all the time, together we are better. And I, I like this. Pastor said this. Pastor Bruce said this many times, looking at Pastor Sandy sitting over here when he's joking about something. He said, we win together and we lose together. We are in it together, together. That's got to be, and now I, I'm talking about where I come from, where I'm coming from in my experience of 40 years of marriage to one man. I have to come from that place. We, we are, there is just no other solution. There's no other, there's no back door. There's no other way around it. And those things have kept me falling forward, moving forward, growing together, progressing to a better relationship even though you know we we're we're not the same two people we were when we got married 40 years ago we're different we've gone through different stages and grown at different times and been different people at different times but because of those things that i that i, I just that they were solidified in my heart and in my mind it helped me to go to the place to grow to the place that we wanted to go to, to grow there together. Together we win and together we lose. And then, you know, I want to just say something to, you know, uh, something else that has often kind of mind boggled me when, um, and I'm saying this because, you know, I, this is the topic that I'm talking about and this is my opportunity to give all of you and all of you out there on, on social media advice from the Word of God and from my heart. You know, I've, I've often wondered why single women, single men, people who are having problems, maybe even in their marriage or whatever, you know, listen to those who've been there, done that. Listen to those of us who have got, you know, mileage under our belt. Instead of, you know, I, don't, I scratch my head at, at people who, you know, they need help, but they'll go around and talk to everybody else who had, doesn't have the success under their belt. They'll talk to somebody who's been divorced three or four times. That ain't going to help you. Mm -hmm. Talking to somebody who's been divorced three or four times ain't going to help you stay married. Mm -hmm. It's going to help you learn how to get divorced. <laughs> and, and if you're single, you've never been married, you want to have some advice about marriage, find somebody who's been married for a while. They can tell you what it takes. They, because they've been there, done that. They've wore a t-shirt. They bought the t-shirt. They got the hat. You know, they know what it takes. Talk to them. Listen to them. Find people who are where you want to be. Yes. And they'll tell you how they got there. And they'll give you some, something to stand on, something to work from, a place to go from. 
you know, um, that to me is the most important thing. If you've got the question marks in your heart, in your mind, if you've got questions, if you're going through instances, things with your marriage, or, or a single person looking for somebody, I want, that's the last thing I, want, I wanted to say is find somebody. Whether it's in the church or somebody in your family, find somebody who is where you want to be. Yes. And get their heart. And then also, always, you can get in this word. Every answer you'll ever need is in this word of God. Amen. But, you know, sometimes it's like finding somebody that's got some shoe leather. They've walked in some shoes. They've been there, done that. You know, it, it brings to life the principles and promises that you see in the word when you've seen them lived out in somebody else. So, you know, I just encourage you, all of you, you know, um, whatever your need is. And, you know, there, there's a lot of things going on in this, in this um, year, this wonderful year of 2020 that we've been living in. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You know what's important? What comes out of your mouth is important. That's right. It's important what comes out of your mouth. Amen. And, he th and I think even more so now. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 18 and 20. I think it says, a man shall live out of the fruit of his mouth, and with it he has to be satisfied. So let's, let's just say some good things about our situations. Let's say some good things. Let's say what the word has to say about our marriages, about our relationships, about what's going on in the world. Let's say some good stuff. Let's say what the Word of God has to say. So I just I'm, I thank you all for listening. I pray that you heard my heart. Um, that, uh, you know, my prayer is that everyone is successful. That we are successful in the journey that God has laid out for us. And in my topic, in the marriage topic, that we are successful in that. Because we're, we are living testimonies. We're a book that's read by everybody else that's around us. And they need to read success in us. They need to read a life of success in Jesus Christ that's lived out for us. So I'm just going to pray real quick. Father, we just thank you so much for this opportunity that you've given all of us to share from our hearts. We just pray that it is a word that's gone forth, that it will minister to the souls and the hearts of these women that are listening here in the house and on social media. We just declare, God, that your word would bubble up inside of them, God, that they would realize that they have a covenant, a blood-bought covenant with Jesus Christ. Yes. If they don't have it, they can have it. They can have it. They can start this moment, this hour, this second with the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Covered in the blood of Jesus. And from this day forward, they can move into the success of life. The success, the plans that you have for them. Single, married, whatever the case may be, Father. And for those that are married, God, they have quite, God, just speak to their hearts. Let them know the covenant that they have with you and the covenant that they have with each other, God. And let them make a line in the sand to make a decision today that they're going to move forward, that they're going to fall forward, God, that they're going to grow forward together and be that which you have called them to be. And we just yes. glorify your name. You, we praise you. You are worthy, worthy, worthy of praise every, worthy. every, every praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank God for that. Amen. That is, that is awesome. Now, uh, last but not least, uh, Minister Betty Reason, uh, she's one of our mature members, oh, yes. amen, Hallelujah. and we just thank God for her and want to honor her, amen. and I just want to um, 
get a little emotional, but she is very special to us. She's been here. We've been here 14, a little over 14 years, and she's been right there with us every step of the way. And every one of you are special, but right here, right now, I'm talking about her. Amen. So don't nobody get your feelings hurt. Everybody that's part of this house is special, Uh, but she's also our miracle. You know, the devil back a while ago tried to take her out. And this woman of God, woman of faith, stood her ground. And when he couldn't kill her, then he was going to try to tell her that she'd never walk. And all of it was a lie because she arose. But I'm going to tell you something. She's very special. And we just wanted her to know that uh, in our lives. And she's going to share a little bit with, um, with all of you. Amen. She gives me the big head. She don't know that when she says I'm special. You know, a lot of times my my children would tell my grandchildren, you're so special, but they mean it in the flip side way <laughs> when they do something, you know, out of the ordinary. We like to say hello to you, all of the listeners on Facebook and, and all those that are doing YouTube. We thank you today for being present with us. I tell you, God has... Miracle workers all around us. Hallelujah. All we have to do is just join forces with him, and he'll bring them into play. Amen. And we're so blessed at being here at Passion Church at this time because we have already been through some things. Mm-hmm. As she said, I'm elder, but our young people, I really pray for our young people. Amen. Because when I was young, I thought we was going through some things. Um, but it's nothing to compare what we're going through today. I'm supposed to be saying something about fear, which I will be in a few moments. And then I'm going into a different direction that I got our pastors okay about. When I was young, I was from, six, from year six, I'll go back to year eight to nine. And we were living in Seaman, Alabama. My father had passed, and it was just my mother and the rest of the young women and my brother, my sister's siblings. And we had experienced somewhat of what's going on today, but there was no fear. It was like that we knew that this wasn't going to last, and we were enjoying the moment. By what I mean by that, we would go to a, it was a restaurant at the corner where you go to Kelly's house. Oh, and, yeah. and go, I know what building you're talking about. And it was a restaurant, and the store was on the other opposite side of the road. Mm-hmm. My mother had a bill, a ticket, where we could go in and buy what we want to from the store. But on the opposite side, when I got to the cafe, I wasn't allowed to go inside the cafe. Mm -hmm. I would have to get my orders from there. Mm -hmm. But the store, I could go inside the store and look and tell the the man what my mother wanted us to pick up. I don't know why I'm going this route, but (laughs) it's it's something that God wanted me to share. about fear that is going on today. I was comfortable. I could go to this 
young girls. She was like, she was my age, she was white, and I was black. But we didn't see color. I would, we would go to the dairy, and she, we, were, my, we lived on a farm where we, it was a share farm. And my uncle did the milking of the cows, and we did the playing <laughs> in the milk, <laughs> in the butter, and the washing down of the farm, of the place where they kept the cows and, and milking of the cows. And after that, when my aunt had to go clean her mother's house, I would go to her house because she would out be going to my house. We would go back and forth. She'd come to my house, and I'd go to her house. But I wasn't allowed to go in her house and play with her, but my aunt cleaned the house. But that didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. We were friends, and I enjoyed her just as much going outside doing things, probably as I would if I'd have went inside of her house. I say that to say there were no fear. It wasn't because fear wasn't there, but I wasn't raised in fear. Now, it was different with my brother. When he would go and drive a car to Montgomery, and coming back, they would go to clubs and stuff. And with, it wasn't really a club. It was just a place where they played. <laughs> and coming back, if it was more than four men, black men, in the car, they would get stopped and pulled over. They were afraid to travel that route, but because of their want, they would go. <laughs> and, and they know that they were going to get stopped, pulled out, and searched. But they still went. Now, the fear came in when my sister decided that she wanted to go with her boyfriend one night, and they got stopped, and she was the only woman in the car, and they took her to jail, (laughs) but she didn't get arrested. She just had to go to jail with the rest of them because she was in the car, (laughs) and then fear came in when she knew that this was no place for her. I say that to say that there's a place that fear will attack you, even in your home, if you are not rooted and grounded in God. Fear has torment. Just this experience with this plague, they call it, COVID-19 plague, Plague is not a new word. It's in the Bible. It has been vivid ever since man being made and got in with other nations of people. Plagues came on for disobedience, not obedience. When we get to the place that we cannot see God or want to see God, there is a consequence. God is the creator. He created us for praise, to know him, to be a blessing. And he created in his likeness, created us in his likeness, I say all this because passing them give us privilege to speak 
in the manner that we have the liberty to do. We don't have to bow our heads. You may be brought up in a different environment, but this place is a place, a house of worship. God is the head. God, we honor God. They honor God. We love that. We praise God for that. When we get to a place where, and a lot of us have got to the place where we think we know it all, we in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's right. When we think that we invisible to problems, we in trouble. If we look at Abraham, uh, thank you, Kelly. She talked about covenant. God gave me this with circumcision. Mm-hmm. He gave me this illustration with the circumcision came along with the covenant. Now, in Genesis, it talks about that when the covenant was made, there was a circumcision. And today, I see the circumcision as the cutting away spirit, dividing of the spirit of man and God. Do y'all see what I'm saying? It shows us that God has given us a will to obey or disobey. When the covenant was given to Abraham, Abraham, when, when Sarah came on the scene and they had been married for a long time, mm-hmm. Kelly talked about the covenant. God gave me circumcision, the two joined together. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't talked about this. Now, Abraham, the covenant was given to Abraham, the man. But, Ab- but it was given in the instance that Isaac, she would, that Sarah would have a child. Because I could tell you the long story, but we're giving you the short version of it. Because if you want to learn something of where you're at today, just get in the word of God. Amen. There's answers, and it will right. give you peace. There will be no fear. Amen. The covenant and the circumcision, the cutting away of flesh. Now, that, that's a, a hurtful thing. When people, the covenant or dividing of the spirit soul, and the body. Now, when the Abraham had the, covenant, the circumcision done, at his age, I'm sure it hurt. Mm-hmm. But Ishmael, when he did his circumcision... At eight, at eight days old, I'm sure it didn't bother him. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to get to is that, that fleshly part, the covenant part. Abraham, he went ahead and, and said, hey, I'll divide this because Sarah wanted to hurry up and have a baby because they were her age. And so she decided to take it on her own and say, hey, go lay with my handmaid. And that was, that was okay with Isaac. You men know that he was happy to go ahead and do that because he had been waiting to a, a long time to have a son. So here he had, so Sarah trying to help him out, she sent the handmaid in, and of course we know what happened with that. The problem was that it wasn't Abraham that brought, what was the young lady's name? Hagar. Hagar. In to Abraham, it was Sarah. Mm-hmm. Abraham then break the, the covenant, mm-hmm. 
Sarah initiated the thought she was doing the problem solving. Now that's the cutting cutting of the circumcision. The covenant wasn't broken. It was just an excuse to make one feel of the flesh. Sarah's flesh. Make her feel good because I love and he wanted. So today because we want it we think we can break the covenant do the circumcision and then go back under the covenant mm-hmm. it won't work mm-hmm. it stands mm-hmm. when we come before God and says God is my my banner my creator my God above all gods. God expect us to live that out. Amen. Amen. God expect us to bear fruit in that. And because of lack of obedience, there has things have taken place yes. in our planet, on our grounds in America today. But God is still the change. He's still the same. He says, I change not. And God is not going to change. That's right. Amen. And where people get impatient, we want to do our own thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as the results, you and someone else pays the consequences right. of our actions. Mm-hmm. God is a good God. He's a loving God. Thank you, Jesus. The promise of him returning that's not going to be passed. It's coming to pass. But because people have been waiting a long time, we think we can help God out. Make it come sooner than we think. So we come up with all sorts of things. And a lot of people think that's just because the plague, God sent the plague because he's ready to blame men. God is a good God. He's a merciful God. I thank you all for the moment. I want to read just one thing, and I'm closing. Something that we get material all the time in this church, and it's, it's worth reading. It's food. This come, um, I got this um, one of the sessions we had at uh, our pastor's leadership meeting, and it talks about Clint, uh, Kenny Copeland wrote it. It comes from Penny Copeland. The year of the victory over death is what the heading is. Put your eyes where they need to be. Look at me, says the Lord. Put your words where they need to be. In your heart and mind, says the Lord. Demand that your mouth and your tongue of faith do its command, duty to speak my word, and commune with me, for I have great plans. And together... Get that word. Together, we will get this job done. I will organize things for you. I will run where you've only been able to walk. I will take you to places that you never dreamed, that you would ever even understand. And I will bring you into a place of holiness and a place of presence with me that will bring you to that spot that you were in just a moment ago. 
seems like when we receive Christ, it seems like yesterday. Where you do not know whether you dare speak anymore or not. That's from the year of the victory, and that's the year of 2013. God bless you, and thank you for your ears today. Oh, and we want to pray for those that have a spirit of fear because, I, as I previously stated, fear came into my house on the first night of this COVID-19 to the United States, and I was watching television, and it had the news on, and it was showing China with beating those people and they had masks on and white uniforms on and they was making them get back in their houses and getting them off the street and they was just whipping them. And I said, Lord, that's awful. Why are they doing that to those people? And it was after that showing, um, two days later, I was getting ready to come to prayer service on a Wednesday night here at the church. And it was such a dark force that came over me in my living, in my bedroom. I had put on my clothes and I was getting ready to go outdoors. And I said, oh. And then I realized what it was. I stomped my feet so hard, and I got so mad at the devil. I said, you don't have no place here. I said, God has not given me the spirit of fear, but love and power and a sound mind. And I stomped my feet. <laughs> I said, you get behind me, Satan. Amen. I mean, it just like, as fast as it came, it but I thought about it days and days, and sometimes I think about it now, how that it is so easy for Satan to try to trick the people of God if you're not versed in the word of God, Amen. in your spirit, Amen. in your soul, in your very, very beings, you have to have the word being manifested in you, the living word. Amen. That's Jesus. He's the living word. It's got to be at work. You can't just... Read and, and just memorize scriptures. They have to be live in you. Thank you. I'm sorry, Pastor Sandy. Thank you all. Oh. Father, we thank you today. God, we thank you, Lord God, that you have not given us a spirit of fear. We thank you, Father God, that you have given us a place of reconciliation. And God, today I come to reconcile and ask you to give these people that, your people, first of all, the, the place of reconciliation that has come to their place right now, Lord, to their minds, God, whether it's in their marriage, God, and their covenant has been broken, whether it's in their prayer life, God, and it has been broken, whether it is, if it's in with, their, with the church body, Lord God, a member that has been, been given into fear and anxiety and frustration and confusion, God, that wants to hurt some of the other members of the body, God, we pray for the reconciliation of that, God. 
for that is not of you, Father. And we will not allow Satan to come and to steal, kill, and destroy. God, you have given power in our hands. We thank you at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that you are Lord. God, we are servants, and we thank you, and we praise you, God, that we are servants to pray for those that are lost, those that has uh, 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 aim against us, God. Father, God, those that have began to want to branch out, God, that thinks that we are not one, but they are a oneness. And I thank you, God, there's a unity in one. And we thank you, Father God, that you have blessed us tremendously to have a man and woman of God and Dr. Vickers, Father, and and Miss Denise, all of those that come and stand in proxy with this body here, Father. We thank you for that. And we pray all that lives in God that you would be able to give them a good church with good pastors. If they don't have one, God, we ask that those souls that are lost, we pray that they will come to the realization that they cannot do it on their own and believe by faith that Jesus, God gave his only begotten yes. son that they might believe in him and have everlasting life. God, that they confess their sins before you, God, you are faithful and just to forgive them of their sins and cleanse them of yes. all unrighteousness. Yes. God, let them know that they don't have to be perfect because, God, you call and you came for an imperfect people. And, God, we are not yet perfect, but we strive for perfection because we serve a perfect God. We thank you and we bless you for this hours and these minutes that you have given thank us you, over the Facebook, YouTube, and here, Lord, that our body has come together once again to know that, God, you, blame, you made us and we have a covenant agreement with yes. you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. I'm going to go ahead and share just a few things, and then we'll be closing out. Uh, In Mark 9, 23, again, what does it tell us? All things are possible to him that believe. You know, I believe it's a time to arise and time to believe again. It's time to be busy about the Father's business, people for our life. God has not changed. His word has not changed. Things are changing around us, but God's word is still true. We are to go and tell of his love. Don't let all the distractions take you away from God's assignment. The original assignment is for us to come to know him and then go tell others so that they'll know him also. Amen. That has not changed. If anything, that is more urgent than ever before. Our life tells a story of God's love and his redemption, his hope and his restoration, his peace and his joy, his healing and his wholeness in every area of our life. You know, I was thinking about this and some other things, but, you know, it's a good thing that God is big. Why? Because I have some oversized dreams. I hope you have some that are oversized and way too big, and there's nowhere else to place them except for in the hands of God because they are so big. So start making some God declarations. 
Your relationship with Jesus is meant to be vibrant and challenging as he invades more and more of our life as we let him. Do not fear change, for he's making you a new creation. Maybe some today for the first time, but some already, but he's even making us newer and better than before. With all the old things passing away and the new things continually continually on the horizon, when you cling to the old ways and sadness, you will resist the work that he's doing within you. He wants us to embrace all that he has and all that he's doing in our life and find the security that is only in him and in him alone. You know, I wanted to share just a couple of quotes and then some scriptures. Uh, This was by a Karen Kingsbury. It said, I tell of hearts and souls and dances, butterflies and second chances. Oh, God, how many times has he given us second chances? Desperate ones and dreamers bound, seeking life from barren ground, who suffer on in earthly fate, the bitter pain of agony hate, might but they stop and hear forgive, would break the bonds to breathe and live, and find that God in goodness brings a chance for change, the hope of wings, to rest in him and self to die, and so become a butterfly." You know, Corey uh, Boom, uh, Corey Tin Boom was known always for saying, worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow, but it empties today of its strength. God doesn't require us to succeed. He only requires that you try, Martha, uh, uh, Mother Teresa. Corey Tin Boom also was known to say, what wings are to a bird and sails to a ship, so is prayer to the soul. Another quote from Mother Teresa said, Do not think that love, in order to be genuine, has to be extraordinary. What we need is to love without getting tired. Be faithful in small things, because it is in them that your strength lies. Now, here from the Word of God, I want to give you some encouraging words. Proverbs thirty-one twenty-five. she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Boy, do we need to laugh. You know, there's a medicine when there's joy. You know, you got to put on something funny. Watch some old TV shows. Get your laugh on because there is medicine. You know, laughter is like a medicine to your soul. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Luke 1.45 In the same way the women are to be worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but temperate and trustworthy in everything. 1 Timothy 3.11 She speaks with wisdom. Faithful instruction is on her tongue. Proverbs 31.26 God is within her. She will not fail. Psalms 45, 5. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Ruth 2, uh, no. Yeah, that was Ruth 2, 11. Now listen. My beloved spoke and said to me, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one. Come with me. See, the winter is past. The rains are over and gone. Flowers appear on earth. The season of singing has come. The cooing of doves is heard on our land. I'm telling you, it's time to arise. 
It's time to just believe again. It's time for us, the church, you and me, that's who the church is, you and me, a person, to arise and go and tell of God's love. There needs to be a coming together in the house of God, you and me, the people of God, like never before. There needs to be a coming together in the spreading of his love, the love of Jesus, and praying one for another like never before. This is a time to pray, people of God. And maybe you're watching today and you say, well, you know, I'm watching you, but I really don't know all this intimate and all this joy you talk about and the love about Jesus. Well, you can know it by asking him to come into your life. So we're going to give you an opportunity. We're going to take a minute and say that prayer. And I'll ask everybody that's here to pray with me and say, dear Lord, Lord, come into my heart. Come into my life. Be Lord of my life. I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins, all of my failures, all of my sickness and disease. And for I take wholeness now in every area of my life. I thank you, Lord, for helping to direct my steps and be Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, name. amen. Amen. So if you need some help with that, you can also contact the church and... Uh, or contact our Facebook page, and you can private message. You can visit our website and send a message. We'll directly come here to the church. We'll be glad to send information uh, to you to help you on this walk. Maybe you've been watching last night or today, and you've experienced any of these things. Remember, you're not alone. We're praying for you. If you have, uh, if you put your name on that thing, and we've seen you come up on there, you've been in our prayers. We have been praying Amen. for each and every one of you, right. and no that we'll continue to do that and anytime you need prayer you just contact us and we will pray with you and for you thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by god's word for more information about passion church visit www.mypassion.church